Now, Kara Nation is said to be planning an appeal that will take its tax fight with SARS to the Constitutional Court. This after the Supreme Court of Appeal ruled in favour of SARS and decided that Coronation's Irish business qualifies for a tax ex exemption. The asset manager has been ordered to pay with interest an undisclosed tax bill that has been in dispute since 2017. The tax bill equates to as much as 70% of Coronation's 22 annual profit, which means the investment firm would face an estimate 900 million rands in potential liability. Joining us to discuss this, as well as Coronation's AGM, is writer at large for Financial Mail and Crossy. And good afternoon. Thank you for being with us. Thanks a lot. All right, and let's talk about Coronation and the last AGM they've had. I. I imagine it to be a little bit more tense than, than other AGMs. Was this the case? Yeah, it was very tense, mm. but um, it was tense for a lot of reasons. Mm. I mean, uh, like like all fund managers, uh, Coronation is struggling. You know, uh, it's just been a really difficult trading period, and it has been difficult for about the past four or five years. <clears throat> but in addition, um, Coronation is faced with problems with SARS, really kind of serious problems. Mm -hmm. Now, the lower court did rule in um, Coronation's favor on, on the first round, but the Supreme Court of Appeal ruled in SARS' favor, and all, all the judges on the Supreme Court agreed. So there was no dissent, dissenting voice on it, which which doesn't bode well for a challenge at the Constitutional Court. But, <coughs> sorry, it's winter here mm -hmm. in Cape Town. It's <laughs> awful. Um, the, uh, because, but, uh, but, you know, I think tax, uh, it's it just a really, really difficult situation uh, to be in. And, and also to kind of uh, claim one way or another, uh, you know, anything could happen. But uh, Cor Coronation must be very worried about it. I mean, it has... As you said, it's facing uh, a potential 900 million rand bill at the end of it. And in addition, it'll also have additional costs if it is going to go to the Constitutional Court. So things are extremely difficult for coronation. And you would have thought, okay, <clears throat> they've got an AGM, let them have an open discussion with mm. their shareholders and, you know, uh, flush things out and, you know, use it as an opportunity to engage with shareholders but instead they've gone the way uh, that uh, a worrying number of companies have gone which is to uh, sort of declare off bounds any speech by shareholders which sounds like a, a really antediluvian thing to do mm -hmm. i mean it sets back corporate governance by decades um so they they've told shareholders <clears throat> that they could only engage through texts they couldn't actually speak to them uh, during the AGM. If they had messages or comments or questions, they had to be text to to the company. And then the chairman of the company wrote out, uh, read out those questions. In fact, in some cases, only paraphrased the questions. Now, so there was a completely discordant meeting. Um, <clears throat> so the shareholders were left feeling not only aggrieved by the potential 900 million rand bill that they might soon be facing, but also by the lack of engagement with the board. You know, and, the, and an additional kind of corporate governance issue that Coronation, as with the other companies, has said, well, we can engage, you know, after the meeting or our other major shareholders will engage with us privately. But that's not what an AGM is about. Mm. That's not mm. what being a publicly listed company is about. It's 
you know, it's the one opportunity they have to question the board about what's happening. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it can be stressful at times, mm -hmm. but really no board worth its salt and certainly worth the fees they get paid should uh, abscond, mm -hmm. you know, should, should avoid that kind of engagement. So, and based on this AGM and the outcomes of it, should, you know, more red flags, you know, be coming up from a shareholder perspective? Because, of course, we have this big elephant in the room, which is this tax issue. But now, um, as you describe this matter of just the inability to have open engagement with regards to it, and maybe it being okay for the board to be like, look, we messed up, if that's the case. But, you know, that not, them not being forthcoming with that kind of information, um, you know, and looking at the share price as well, is this something that shareholders should be very concerned about? I would say yes. I mean, you know, Coronation is is a great company. It's mm. it's performed extremely well over the years. It's got a, it's got an excellent reputation, as it says. You know, its its slogan is "Trust is earned." But they've now got to earn trust, I think, again with shareholders. It, it is a red flag. Um, <clears throat> you know, if if. And, and an additional red flag was that the AGM was held at two o'clock on Wednesday, the 22nd of February. I think it was 22nd, which was budget day. You know, and, and it was, you know, it held at exactly the same time as the Minister of Finance was announcing his budget. So, I mean, I'm not sure what's going on at Coronation, but they do need to say, to stop and say, listen, let's engage, let's be open and not open behind closed doors. That's not really um, an acceptable form of openness. I mean, there's nothing I don't think that a shareholder could raise that they couldn't deal with, mm -hmm. you know, and it has to be done openly. Well, and unfortunately, we are out of time, but this um, article is in the front cover of Financial Mail, really detailing the tax issues. Thank you so much for bringing us into that AGM. The little bit that we got, I think, um, really does paint a very specific picture um, for the rest of us. That was Anne Crossy Rice at Large for Financial Mail. Mm -hmm.